This is Amanda. And this is Rachel. And this is Vocal Perspective. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vocal Perspective. This is Amanda. I'm here without my co-host for this interview, but Rachel is off doing some important momming. So everyone think about her and all my moms out there. You definitely understand. But today I get to sit and chat with Salama Scarlett. She is a longtime acapella person singing with most recently Lady J and also Traces. You may recognize her from their appearances on The Sing Off. Hi, Salama. How are you? I'm great, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. I love doing these interviews. It's so nice to talk to people and not just talk about quarantine. Oh my gosh. Actually, that yes. And also <laughs> like it's such a relief to like talk to a human being and not not having to like see all of the horrendous news right. that's kind of in our world right now. And it's I mean, it's kind of our reality at this point, which sucks. But this is such a nice break to like talk to someone of like sound mind and body. <laughs> Well, let's go back, you know, pre-weird new normal that we are all experiencing and talk about how you got into acapella. Okay, so I think how I got into acapella kind of, I have to kind of go back just a little bit and talk about how I got involved in singing. Because growing up, I was strictly an instrumentalist. I was, I, I played the piano, I played the violin. Um, and it wasn't until uh, my senior year of high school that I actually did choir for the first time and how I got into it. So I was, you know, it was after like an orchestra gig my junior year and I was singing Amazing Grace in the bathroom thinking that no one could hear me. So cue pitch perfect, like, <laughs> <laughs> like right there. So I was singing Hopefully Amazing Grace. Hopefully you were Grace. clothed. Oh, I was a hundred percent clothed, which thankfully so like so the per so like as I was singing I didn't think anyone was listening to me and so all of a sudden I hear someone barge into the girl's bathroom and mind you I am fully clothed um, <laughs> so and who was it but uh, Tyler Oakley of YouTube fame and like influencer and uh he was like oh my gosh salama like you have to audition for honors choir with me like if you don't i'm going to blackmail you and i said well okay well that i can't really say no <laughs> if you're gonna blackmail me so in in my school i went to okamas high school in okamas michigan and to do honors choir you had to have either two years of choir two years of orchestra and or two years of band. So I had three years of orchestra. I could read music, but I mean, I didn't think of myself as a singer at that time. So I auditioned for our honors choir. I sang Amazing Grace. And the choir teacher was like, where did you come from? And why haven't you taken choir? <laughs> and, so, and so for my senior year, I joined choir. And it was like one of the best times of my life. I was in choir with Tyler and it was really fun. I honestly credit him to like opening me to this new world of vocal uh, music. So I graduated. I went to Michigan State University. I was strictly pre-med and I kind of took that year to be like, okay, my freshman year, I'm just going to take this year to just focus on my prerequisites, focus on getting ready for medical school, even though it was four years, four <laughs> or five years down the road. And so then, but I realized like I cut all the music out of my life after doing music for so long in grade school. So I felt like this void. And then um, my sophomore, fast forward to my sophomore year, I hear this knock on my door and I open the door and it's this girl by the name of Stephanie. 
and she has this lovely voice. She's like, hi, my name is Stephanie. Um, I'm a part of the co-ed acapella group on campus called Capital Green. And um, we're singing in your elevator lobby if you want to come and join us. So I needed a study break because I was taking organic chemistry at the time. And I, <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, I'm done with cyclic rings. I need to like go and just blow off some steam. So I went and I saw my now, well, former college acapella group singing. And all of a sudden I like, they started singing over my head by the fray. And all of a sudden in the beginning, I hear this do, 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 and I thought that was the coolest sound ever. And so I look and I see it was a woman doing it. It was a girl in the group who y'all may know as Andrea Poole, formerly Andrea Kovac. She is actually the ICHSA director. Mm-hmm. And so her doing perk at that time for that song was like my first exposure to vocal percussion let alone a female vocal percussionist. Mm -hmm. So, and they were in my dorm advertising for auditions. So I really wanted to like join because I had this thing where I was like, you know what? I did honors choir. I think I'm really good. And I auditioned and I got into the group, which was great. And then me at the time was like, I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm going to get like some solos. And then I heard (laughs) everyone else in the group. And I was like, wow, I am never getting a solo so but I but but I still want to contribute in some way so I remember Andrea drove my drove me to my initiation party for Capital Green and I was like asking her all these questions about vocal percussion because again she was my first exposure to that Mm -hmm. and she was like you know you just need to YouTube people and so I was like okay cool 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 I'm gonna do that and I was like kind of in the process of learning and like YouTubing people. And it was towards like the second semester of my, in the group. My group and I, we went to like an all male acapella groups concert as well as their after party for all intents and purposes. I think that's the correct term. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, this all male acapella group will remain nameless. But they are an all-male acapella group at Michigan State. We'll just call them the Troublemakers. Oh. (laughs) The Barden Barden Troublemakers. Oh, yes. Actually, (laughs) yes. Yes. The Troublemakers. So anyways, I was at an after party for this troublemaker group. And I remember, I don't know how the conversation led to it, but I was like talking with one of the guys and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to, like, I'm really thinking about learning vocal percussion. Like, I think it's just so cool. And this guy in this group that will remain nameless said to me, and I still remember this, he goes, oh, honey, girls can't do vocal percussion. (laughs) Famous last words. Oh, infamous last words. So... One of the anyone that knows me in the acapella community or anyone that just knows me, period, knows that if you want to get me to do something, tell me that I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And and that and at that point, I was like, I literally thought in my mind, okay, watch me, bro. Watch me. (laughs) So I went home. This was like the end of spring semester. I went home during the summer and I followed Andrea's instructions. I just YouTubed a bunch of vocal percussionists. Predominantly, a lot of them were male, but one that she told me to like 
study was uh, Courtney Jensen of Noteworthy, Hive, as well as what other group was she in? The Backbeats. Backbeats, um, yep. And there was like Jane as well. She was in an all-female yes. group called Jane. Yes, they were amazing. <laughs> but like that was the f- no no shade to Andrea. But like she was the first like proficient, good female beatboxer that I first saw and I remember just like watching all of her YouTube videos with Noteworthy and I mean I think I think over the course of three months E. coli was like growing or like some type of bacteria was growing on my screen from all of the spit I was like (laughs) percussing at it and yeah so um shout out to Courtney Jensen for like being a boss and like she and is paving very the, special yeah in so many ways so she she is a literal trailblazer and um so like she was the first proficient beatboxer that like i studied religiously and i got really good and then my i came back and i was like hey cap green i think i'm confident enough to like vp on all the songs since at that time our one of our main beatboxers graduated and so they were like okay Salama and then they heard me at a gig and they were like oh snap Salama okay yeah you're gonna be <laughs> on every song and so we had this gig with the all-male group that will remain nameless the troublemakers we'll call them <laughs> and the troublemakers were like okay we're gonna have like we're gonna have like a perk off like cat green send us your best beatboxer and so they sent me up and the guy that was i was going to do the perk off with was the same guy that was like oh yeah girls can't beatbox mm-hmm. so of course i'm just like in my mind i'm just like vengeance is so sweet <laughs> and <laughs> And he goes, he like, he shakes my hand and he's like, okay, sweetie, I'll go easy on you. And I was, <laughs> I was like, all right, then. you're so cute. <laughs> and so then he, so then he did like this, like, I don't know, even, I don't even remember what he did, but it was like this. It literally sounded like he was having esophageal spasms. Like he was like hiccuping and doing all this. And I was just like sitting there, like looking pretty and smiling. And in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm going to tear you apart. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I got up to the mic and I just, all the time I was just like, I had this sweet, sweet, innocent smile on my face. And then I like went in with a lip buzz. I was like, (laughs) and Everyone in the audience was like, oh, snap. <laughs> and I mean, if you could do the air horn app, it was like, fair, 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 fair. like it was just craziness. And the guy was like dumbfounded. Good. And as he deserved after, to be. <laughs> yeah. And I and he was just like, wow, you're really good. And I was like, yeah, I've been practicing. And the rest is history. <laughs> So now you've gone on to do quite a few things post-collegiate, most notably with Traces. Tell us a little bit about how you got in with Traces and your experience on the sing-off. Fun, fun stuff. Okay, so how I I love telling stories, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) It's story time with Salama, y'all. Sit down, grab a drink. Story time with Llama. Yes, ma'am. So it kind of starts with how I met Ben Bram. Ben, I mean, anyone that's anyone knows who Ben Bram is. He's was in the SoCal Vocals. He created Pentatonics. He created Citizen Queen. He co-created Akpop Kids. And I mean, like, he's just a prolific arranger, everything. And also just a really good friend. I remember getting a friend request from him in, oh gosh, in my college years. And I remember just getting a friend request being like, who's this 
Ben Bram person. And then I like stalked him and I saw that he was in the vocals and I was like, oh, this guy's legit. Friend request <laughs> accepted. So come to find out the vocals were doing a tour of the Midwest. And one of the two other v- vocal percussionists that I studied were in the vocals at the time, Joseph Franco and Will Harris, I believe. Yes. And so I remember being at that gig with the SoCal vocals being like, oh my God, they're like two feet away. Like their dressing room is two feet away. I can't bring myself to like introduce myself because <laughs> I'm just this lowly girl from Michigan. Um, Acapella fangirling is one of my favorite things to watch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You would have been so entertained <laughs> seeing me grow up. So I remember like going to the bathroom and then I remember going down the stairs back to my dressing room and who but is coming up the stairs but Ben Bram. And I was like, oh my God, hi. Like, nice to meet you in real life, Facebook friend. And I told him, I was like, I just want to say that, like, you're so great. Your group is so great. You're great. And and I couldn't think of anything else to say. So I, then I was like, and I got my from Will Harris. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? As soon as the words and the snare left my mouth, I was like, Slama. <laughs> You really, of all the things you could have done and said that. I think that's a great icebreaker. (laughs) Yes. And so I was like, and then as soon as he was like, what, what did you say? Part of me was like, why did you say that? And the other part of me was like, look, girl, you're already in deep. You might as well just do it again. (laughs) And so I was like, I got my from Will Harris. He grabs my hand and he goes, come with me. And so he takes me to the vocals like dressing room. He's like, Will, Joe, come over here. And so they come over and and Ben's like, do exactly what you just did in front of me. And so I did my snare drum for them and they were like, oh my God, you're so dope. <laughs> and, and then that's when the friendship started. So fast forward to after I graduated college, I actually became Facebook friends with you. And, you know, I was like, you know, Amanda, like, I really, I really want to like, I feel so like absent from the acapella world without being in my acapella group. Like, what can I do to kind of fill this void? And you're like, just come to So Jam, come to laugh, come to boss like you were the first person to introduce me to these acapella festivals which i am eternally grateful for had and it not I been grinning so big right now i love hearing that i love hearing when festivals change people's lives that's that's why we put the effort into them that we did yeah and so you know what and i honestly credit you to to this day for like pushing me to do it because at first i was like i don't know i don't know and you were but you didn't like coerce me like push me or do anything you were just like you just basically stayed facts and you like I'm the told best me, salesperson ever <laughs> yes you are you could literally sell ice to an Eskimo so yeah so I just I remember being like okay I'm gonna go in my first so jam and so I went to my first so jam and that was with naturally seven in the box sets which blew my mind um if any of you don't know the box sets unfortunately they retired but like they're an amazing all-female vocal band who but has one of the best female beatboxers in the world mm-hmm. quite literally yes and so i remember connecting with you for the first time at so jam like in person and then i also remember connecting and meeting rob Dietz for the first time who is 
the one of the main arrangers for traces and then i remember meeting ben bram again and we hadn't seen each other since college so it was like really cool to reconnect so still jam happened naturally seven in the box sets blew my face off and i remember like flying back home to michigan but i had a connecting flight in south carolina and who but (laughs) as you do yes so then as i was like walking from my south carolina like after entering south carolina and walking to my detroit gate who but walked out of a Starbucks but Ben Bram so random so random and I was just like hey dude long time no see and he's like oh my god so good seeing you let's like hang out for like a little bit I have we had both had some hours to kill and we were talking about at the time the sing-off was a big thing like specifically the season with pentatonics Delilah Afro Blue and so he was like Salama I feel like you would love this all-female group they are they're from new york they're african-american they're female and they're a seventh-day adventist just like you and i was like cool so then he showed me the audition tape for traces and i was like so i turned into like the acapella fangirl that we all know and love and so i was like oh my god these girls are so cool and so then we went our separate ways he went to la i went to michigan and i kept on researching them and i was like oh this is so cool and my i think it was either you or emily flanders that was like we're creating this new acapella festival called boss and our headliners one of our headliners is going to be traces so i was like oh my gosh i have to go to boss and i have to see these girls live of course you do and so i did i purchased my tickets i went to boss and i remember being in that acapella group with you and like bill Hare called the pickups where we like all learn music and then we all get together and kind of like busk mm-hmm. um outside i remember we were doing dog days are over and ariel arbisher was singing solo and at the time there was no i think the vp was somewhere else and so everyone was like who's gonna do vp and i was like you know what i'm gonna volunteer <laughs> I'm going to put myself out there. That's how I'm you do it. volunteer. Yes. So then I did. And as I was beatboxing, I was like, wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if Traces just like walked around the corner and sure, I don't know. I think there's a higher power up there that just is like, <laughs> like challenge accepted. So, <laughs> so who but Traces walks in and they see me. And, like, they're just, like, jamming with me. Like, they're, like, feeling my beat and, like, feeling the groove. And I was like, oh, my God, they are feeling my groove. (laughs) And it's, like, it was, like, so awesome. And so they came up uh, afterwards and they were like, yo, you're so good. Like, what's your name? Where are you from? And I, like, told them all my information. We exchanged information. I didn't think anything of it. And so I get back home to Michigan. A few months go by. And a few months being, like, a few years go by. (laughs) And I get this message from Bianca, one of the girls in Traces. And she's like, hey, so um, our main vocal percussionist isn't able to audition with us for the sing-off. And we were, like, scrambling, thinking, like, who are we going to find that's black that's female that's sda that knows how to beatbox and then we remember you from boss so would you be willing to like get on a flight to new york and learn all these songs and choreography and i was like heck yeah so i flew out yeah i flew out to new york on friday got there at 9 p.m we rehearsed from 9 30 to 12 
And then we got up at seven to go into the city to audition for the sing-off. And and like I remember auditioning in front of Deke Sharon. And that was the other person that I met at Boss who was like, who also you have to be living under a rock not to know who Deke Sharon is. <laughs> and so like he met me at Boss and he like, he was just like, oh, you're just such an acapella fan. I love it. And then he saw me at the audition and his like face just like lit up. And so we did our three songs and the producers and Deke were like, you guys are so good. Like, do you have any other songs? And the girls were like, haha, funny that you say that because this girl like literally flew in from Michigan, like less than 24 hours ago and she learned these songs and so Deke looked at me and he goes Salama I'm gonna give you one hour to learn a song and you're gonna come back and you're gonna perform it and I was like oh my god okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so then yeah and I was like of all the times to not be nervous this is not one of those times Salama so I went I busted my butt learning the choreography as well as learning the new song and then I came back we performed it and Deke was like grinning from ear to ear Yay. and then as soon as we ended he goes thank you girls that that was awesome we'll, we'll be in touch <laughs> and because you know how you know how those like big name producers are they they kind of like put on that poker face well it was all on them. And I was like, okay, so we didn't hear anything for like two weeks. And then we got the email that we got on the show. That's so exciting. Yeah. And honestly, that is all credit. Like, I mean, it's, there's so many people to thank to like that have led me to this point. But like, I'm so glad that I met you like oh. over Facebook. Like even we didn't even meet in like real life, but we met in, on Facebook. And like just from your kindness and from like your general love for acapella, like I felt that and I felt how genuine when it was and I like allowed myself to be open and to like accept this community as like a chosen family so like thank you Amanda oh my pleasure I mean I'm I just see like all of my little acapella babies out there and it makes me so happy to watch when you get to go off and do really cool things and mm -hmm. I mean if you're a lesson to about anything it's this community is so great and mm -hmm. none of us are better than anyone else as humans we might have more talent or skill in certain areas of our lives but at the end of the day if you're in this community it's because you love it and mm -hmm. um people should reach out like please come talk to me about it i love talking about acapella so you yeah. know don't be afraid to reach out you know reach out to deke he doesn't bite no as far as i know as far as i know no but he loves talking <laughs> acapella but if you have someone that you look up to like you with courtney jensen just reach out and talk to her i mean mm -hmm. you never know you never know you never know where it's gonna Jinx. end up <laughs> <laughs> um no i completely completely 120,000% agree. This is also like something that I firmly believe in. Like you can be talented beyond like measure, but if you're not nice to people and if you don't work hard, I mean, you won't get anywhere in the acapella community, nope. let alone in life general. <laughs> and like, that's the other thing I've learned. Like it's taken a very long time for me to believe and like think of myself as good because you know it's always that imposter syndrome of course but i will say that being kind 
and being genuine to the people, being genuine and kind to people that don't necessarily like help you or bring you down in this acapella me. As long as you're kind to the people around you and you're genuine, good things will happen whether you want them to or not. Exactly. And, and I'm a firm believer in that. I am too. And the opposite is also true. There is so much talent out there that if you can't bring yourself to be kind and generous and gracious to other people. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people that are working super hard that are easier to work with and nicer to be around that will get the job over you. Yes. And I've, I've seen it happen. And sometimes talent will come crashing down years later. But ultimately, it will get you in the end if you're not nice to people, especially in a yeah. world that's so small. But, you know, being kind and working hard will get you pretty far. Exactly. A hundred percent, y'all. Like, just like be kind and be nice to people. Like, period. <laughs> well, we could go on and on for many, many hours, but I think that's mm -hmm. the perfect lesson to wrap up our first of probably many conversations with you, Salama, because there's so much else that you're doing and coaching and working with children and, and raising the next level of acapella babies. And I can't wait. Yes. But thank you for joining us and all that you, you're doing. And we're really glad that you stumbled on an audition <laughs> or, or yeah. at least an advertisement for auditions. <laughs> and that yeah. Tyler Oakley found you in a bathroom. I mean, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> thank you, Tyler Oakley. He is what I call a decent tenor. If you can believe it. He always, like, I always like, introduce him to my, like, I always, like, tell people, like, oh, yeah, he's a decent tenor. Like, we sang together in college, but we're not college, <laughs> high school. And honestly, also, he is, the way that he is on, like, the social media and, like, his platforms is how he was in high school. He's always that friendly, always that, like, energetic and bright. So yeah. honestly, thanks to him for threatening to blackmail me if I didn't join choir. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you, Salama. It's so good to have you. So good to have you, Amanda. Thank you so much. Another big thank you to Salama for joining us on this week's episode. We are releasing this episode in the middle of weeks-long protests around the world in support of Black Lives Matter. While this podcast was started to amplify women's voices, right now we'd like to use it to amplify Black voices. For those of you listening on the radio, you'll get to hear the latest release from Traces. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.